Welcome to the Ontario Outdoor Pursuit Podcast. We deliver a hunting podcast from Ontario, Canada. We'll give you season updates, harvest reports, and how we go from field to plate. We're going to even talk about our equipment setups and the gear we use. We're just a couple of fellows who understand that we don't know everything, but we put meat on the table every year. Sit back and enjoy our stories. Welcome back. What's up, everyone? We're here to talk to you about Hunting. foul language. Oh, <laughs> dirty, dirty words. <laughs> Did you like the way I introed that? With is it, it was kind of like pretty cinematic. It was pretty funny. I enjoyed it. Good. You're doing a good job so far. I like that. Um, so I thought we'd talk about yeah some hunts that we've done on, and uh, we've been on a lot of goose hunts. Yeah. Um, as, yeah. As said. Last uh, episode, we've been transitioning back into our down-home style hunting. So kick us off with waterfowl, and uh, I can touch on some. I can, but I'd rather kick us off with a thanks to our sponsor, Kickaboo Spices. Oh, shit. 10% off with the promo code KICKAOOP. What's up? That is amazing. Yeah, I just had to throw that in there. A big thank you to our friends at Hunter's Blend Coffee for a delicious beverage. Um, their ethics behind, you know, what they stand behind as far as hunting goes, the outdoors, is amazing and makes me want to support them more and more. That being said, if you are in Ontario and you would like to try Hunter's Blend Coffee, DM us today and we can get you hooked up with the bag. If you're in the States, thank you to you guys who listen to some Young Ontario fellas talking hunting stories. Go ahead, check out um, Hunter's Blend. They are from Ohio, and they would get some coffee to you guys. Stat. Yeah, and they're good guys. I like them. I'm still a little stuffed up, which is great, but I'm here. Yeah, I guess it was last episode, which was hours ago. <sighs> like at least three minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> Hitting you guys with the back-to-back. Um, I want to make sure they have lots to listen to for the next yeah. little bit. I figure at least, you know, by the time you guys listen to this, it's probably been a week since the last one came out. But, you know, that way it's kind of on the schedule. Okay, so, so are you going to kick us off with foul? Um, no. No, I want you to. I okay. want to see where you're going with this. With waterfowl? With just, yeah, wherever you wanted this podcast to go. Okay, fine. You know what? I'm just going to talk about deer because I don't want to <laughs> talk about birds right now. So <laughs> here's here's the deal. Screw you and your birds. <laughs> This is pretty much how I'm feeling. Um, Last episode I did, or two episodes ago, I did the solo cast talking um, with a little bit about the Field and Stream book that I generally like to read through the season. The Total Deer Hunter Manual. That's the one. I know. I remember it. Good. And uh, what else did I talk about? I talked about what I was seeing. So if you've been following along on the Instagram stories, if you do not, our Instagram handle is Ontario Outdoor Pursuit. Check us out for some fun stories to come along on our most of our hunts some of the uh, mischief that we like to get into if you've been following along you've seen what i've posted there so i've seen lots of activity i've got a few um, questions regarding you know what's the rut activity being like how's it kicking off for you guys down there and how it's been it's been really good um up until 
say five days ago is really when I started seeing a lot more movement from bucks. Right. Um, you know, I've seen yearlings through the beginning of the season where I got to sat, sit a couple times, but now you're starting to see those big mature bucks get up and move. Do I think the rut's here? No. Um, I would say that we're probably two weeks from when does or bucks rather have been locked onto those does where, as right now, they're just kind of, they're not quite tendering, but still in that chasing phase. Do you think phase. it's going to be the second week in November, or the, basically the third week in November this year, eh? Um, yeah, I guess we're into the first. I would say yeah. when bow season rolls back around after the controlled hunt, yeah, it's going to be some unbelievable hunting. Okay, I know. And the reason I say that is because the activity that I'm seeing from the Bucks is they're still, especially if you're still running trail cameras this time of year, you still see, you see a lot of does go by and shortly followed the bucks. So you're, you're not seeing, you know, I'm seeing a lot of different bucks, but they're all doing the same thing. Um, you know, those nocturnal bucks that are now going to the 5 a.m., the 6 a.m. And, you know, as today I got a photo at 9 a.m. of one of my target bucks. So that is what causes me to believe, um, what I'm saying and you know every day that I go out or I see deer at one of my spots if scouting driving by after work I record that in my journal and then I know that this is the activity this is the day they're moving this is the wind this is the moon phase this is you know the pressure of the air all those things really help me you know kind of gauge what's going on this time of year so yeah I think we're I think we're a couple weeks out um, but the amount of bucks that are moving right now is great and i think this is also a great time for there's a little bit of uh you know like a 69x um scent you can use that um drag regs are common some people put it on the the bottom of their boots as they walk in and that's you know as i just mentioned the bucks tailing these does after certain periods of the time all hours of the day that's gonna kind of simulate the same thing so the bucks have kind of got kind of away from those scrapes um still doing a little bit of licking and they're they're coming by they might still be checking on those scrapes but you're just going to see a lot more bucks a lot more of the same bucks in different times so i think this is a very important time to call um you know you can get away from those light grunts into a heavier grunt like hey i'm here i'm looking for does um who else is out there kind of deal and um, in the next probably, well, I guess we'll have our, our controlled hunt next week. But after that, I will be getting into using a decoy. Simply right now, because bucks are so interested in these does, if you can play the role of a doe, I think you'd drag the attention of it more as you would from a decoy at this point, right? Because bucks are, you know, they're, they're all kind of over the place, but they're, they're chasing a doe. And in the two weeks that I'm thinking of, which is going to be really good, the bucks aren't going to favor other bucks being in their territory if they've already got a doe. Right. They want to keep that doe and they'll do what they need to, to get whoever it. So that is my bit of, uh, that's my little tidbit on that and, uh, what kind of activity I'm seeing. So morning times are great to get out these high temperatures. I'm seeing some people kind of bunkered in at home, 15 degrees, 16 degrees, does not matter. Get out. This is a important time. The bucks are still running around like crazy. Um, yeah. 
I, hopefully I can get you out there very shortly away from these birds. And I'm kind of hoping Sunday we can do something. I, I'm thinking so too. Yeah, I it's. I um I want to hear your story from well, from now when we're recording it from yesterday about the buck. Oh jeez, the one that was hit. No, the other one underneath your stand. Oh jeez, so I don't. Yeah, it's you know it's. I'm just gonna say it's a dog eat dog world really in the uh, southwestern Ontario hunting world. Because it seems like everybody and their brother and family members are all hunting the same property you are. It's very tough to come across across a property unless you know really know someone, have had an in for years. Um, and I find it is I I don't want to say getting worse uh, because it is nice to see other people hunting. There's so many people you know doing the same things. I love, love people hunting, but do it over there. Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Not over feel. here. So uh, you know both my good properties for whitetail. Uh, they're kind of getting compact. You know, I, I guess I can't say the one that I've hunted forever because the one that uh, I just got uh, here in Strathroy is packed with a lot of people and, you know, we're, you know, kind of having to take turns. Well, oh, the, the number one target buck I had seen, which I had seen once earlier this summer in Velvet, um, he walked by my stand at 5 o'clock on Sunday and someone was supposed to be out there hunting, um, and I don't think anyone was. Simply, I was looking for new areas to scout, and, you know, it's a simple thing as one person parks, they, they hunt. Yeah. So uh, no, nobody there, and uh, it was unfortunate. I, I hope that they're not kind of utilizing that to, you know, uh, f- for to their advantage for the controlled hunt for the week after, you know, someone saying they're going and then they don't go. I would just hope that everyone's utilizing that time and, you know, kind of sharing the land really. Right. Cause it's kind of, if that's how we've got to, you know, kind of fight for it, then, you know, that's all right. But everyone's just got to be on the same page. So yeah, it was, I was mortified. I, I didn't know what to do that buck 5 PM. I was just going ballistic. I was researching all kinds of things. Like what am I doing wrong? Obviously it's gotta be me. And you know, that's when it comes down to timing. Yeah. Right, like it just it didn't work out for me that day. It wasn't meant to be, and it's uh, it's kind of like the ups and downs of having a cellular camera. Yeah, big time. It's kind of cool that you know that deer was there, but at the same time, it's a kick in the dick <laughs> that you weren't. Actually you know what there. you're missing. Yeah, yeah, he walked by. You know, hey, I haven't seen you in a few days. I know you're out. Uh, you're probably at work, just checking in on you. <laughs> I love that post. Yeah, no, that is uh, that's the way it goes, I guess, and. Uh, I'll keep I'll keep battling it out because obviously they're they're great properties where I hunt. And I do plan to be successful this year. So, cool. um, can I fill both tags? I don't know, but I'm gonna yeah. fill one. I'm telling you, to shoot tag. a doe first, man. Just get that doe I, out of the way. I can't do it this time of year. There's well, no, I would have done it early. Need to leave those does there. Yeah, I would have done it early if I was to do it. Yeah. Or after rut, then whatever. I guess kind of just depends. The way I see it is that your like your herd health. If you've got not a lot of bucks and a bunch of does. Well, those those bucks are gonna have easy pickings, and it's gonna go kind of dormant in there once this time of year rolls around. Right. Whereas I think if there's equal amount of bucks to does, I think they'll all be moving around at the same spot, in the same time, trying to find which one is right for them. And I think that's that's better odds. So, yeah, I'd, uh, I I'm cutting it close to meat. That's for sure. So I I'm gonna have to get something here soon in the yeah. next week. Well, that that roast was delicious today. It was amazing. We did do a uh, Java rub tonight. Yeah, coffee rub on there. It was it was so delicious. I love it. I got to. Uh, I I could eat that shit every day. Yeah. I almost do really. That's so good, and uh, 
your father-in-law made some uh, those hot peppers, though. Yeah, a few ghost peppers with yeah. the chili peppers, I believe. They yeah, and they were yeah. phenomenal. Just an oil, like a, if you know Italian food, like an antipasto. Antipasto. Yeah. I forget that one, but anyways. Antipasto. Antipasto. <laughs> um, but anyways, yeah, no, it was a delicious meal, as always, and I hope you fill your freezer. I would believe that we will again. Yeah, we uh, we just you. made just shy of fifty pounds of jerky on the weekend. That's all right. Of goose jerky, and that was phenomenal. Um, we had talked about it for years about writing down a recipe because we come up with so many different recipes, right? Yeah. And a lot of them we've done a lot of recipes with Ray's stuff, and we've done a lot of recipes from scratch. And um, it's kind of just nice to be able to remember exactly what you did because you make that one batch that's like, oh my god, that's amazing. What did we put in it? Oh, um, it was some of this and some of that, you know, you don't always remember where I think now we're actually at the point where it's like, Hey, let's write everything down, write down how much of everything. And so it feels kind of good to have some recipes in there. And so, yeah, we started the, uh, the jerky Bible. That's awesome. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. And so it was pretty good. Uh, it's a long day of smoking and the day night before was a long night of grinding meat, but yeah. Uh, good time, and it's always great to get the boys the together. The word is worth the work, for sure. A hundred percent. And uh, so, we're, it's, it's, and it also feels nice that, so on ducks, you have a uh, a limit on how many you can have in your freezer. I believe in our area, it's 18, I believe, like your, uh, the limit you're allowed to have mm-hmm. on you. For geese, though, there is none. So you can have as many geese as you want. So, But last year, like, we got to the end of the year, and we each had, I think total, there was about, 200 pounds left of goose meat we're like what do we do with this so we're like making sausage we make jerky and it's just it's so much at once because you're not trying to to go to waste we end up uh putting 100 pounds to the abattoir and bottom line is we were we we ran out of all of our meat from last year which is good but it took us longer than we wanted and this year we're actually working away at it as the season's on which is good you know um, whereas we could be scouting on Sunday. We're like, Hey, let's get jerky done on the Sunday. Mm-hmm. So we'll set some time apart, do 50 pounds of jerky. Great. Now none of us have meat in our freezers. It's great to go back out on a hunt and we can actually start shooting birds again and collecting more meat and the meat you work on then is fresher, which yeah. is nice. So it's been, um, it's been a good year of being able to hunt throughout the week and shooting a few birds here and there. Um, you got to come out twice now. Yeah. So what'd you, how'd you, what'd you think of the second hunt? It was awesome. It was it was better because we didn't run into a hundred people hunting. Yeah, we didn't have to share a field with a million people. Yeah, and uh, no, it we were successful. Obviously, I like I said, I didn't. I don't think I've been out with you where you haven't spun birds around on a dime. What uh, what do you think of those that flock of woodies? It, it was crazy. I had never seen so many woodies flying around all Isn't the time. Isn't it cool? And it, it was so yeah. cool. Just they're chirping. They're left. They're right. They're yeah. down the field. They're you know they're, they're not like feet geese. Away. They're not like geese where they kind of turn no. and they commit. They want to circle. All they want to check us out. The and they par- fly right into your decoys. Yeah. So the well the problem is we didn't. We thought we were just going to be out of goose spread. We had never seen ducks in that field. So we didn't bring the mojos out. So when you're duck hunting, you have your mojos. They suck the ducks right into your feet. So we didn't have any mojos out. I think maybe we threw out six duck decoys for fun. Um, well, sure as shit, the Woodies ended up landing at like the 40, 50 yard mark, which is not where we wanted them. Yeah. But uh, we ended up dropping a bunch of them. Corey had the move. There's two things that night that I f- don't, like, I won't forget. First one is Cameron pulling up and not being able to pull the trigger and you, <laughs> you yelling, 
who the hell leaves her safety on? Son, <laughs> he's just mad at himself. He jumped out of the blind and didn't have and uh, still had a safety on, so he's like pulling the trigger, nothing's happening. Um and probably my favorite of that night was this Woody flies in and there's a bunch of there's a flock of Woodies and I'm picking one out and I'm shooting and out of the corner of my eye I just see this one go and just explodes into feathers. Clouds of feathers. And I'm like, what the... And Corey goes, oh, no. I'm like, what do you mean, oh, no? No, it was like a, oh, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, no, I'm sorry. And I'm like, what do you mean, oh, no? And he's like, I still had three and a half inch BB in my gun. Because we were, you know, we were hunting geese and it didn't switch loads or anything. And he dummied this, this what he must have been like 15 yards just exploded and we're all like holy shit man it was immediately ground meat for the podcast oh, it was so funny though we were yeah. just howling um you know and it felt good that you came by after helped us clean birds and yeah. um got to enjoy some good food uh what'd you think of the goose hurt amazing that was my first right? time and i was so pumped to try isn't that it. ridiculous how good it is yeah it's that it was it was really like fall apart meat in your mouth honestly it yeah was, it was incredible like goose meat itself isn't it's not like rock hard, but it's not tender, tender meat. Yeah. The the tenderloins of them are nice and soft, but the heart is ridiculously soft and delicious. Yeah. So we did it with bacon, minced garlic. Um, so I think we had a little bit of kickaboo onion and garlic in there too. Yeah. And I can't remember what else there was, but anyways, it was just this foil packet of delicious hearts and you trim the fat caps off the heart. And if you ever, if you don't know what I'm talking about. Next time you look at a heart out of an animal, you'll know exactly what the fat cap is. And it was just phenomenal. And the, we did wood duck poppers on jalapeno wrapped in bacon. And those are always good, too. Like, I just love being able to hang out with the boys after a hunt. You clean birds. You, you reminisce. Yeah, and you just kind of shoot the shit and whatever. And uh, it, it's cool that hunt we got to bring out our buddy's nephew. Yeah. Who's a youth hunter. And uh, he had Apprentice, actually. yeah. Yeah, he had actually just shot his first goose with us about a week or a week and a half before that hunt. Yeah. So, um, you know, he has, we took him out with his 20-gauge um, youth 870, and this, this solo comes in, and we're like, Jaden, it's all you, and, you know, we're um, we're watching with him, and he pops out of the blind, and boom, just drops his goose, and we were so stoked for him. Yeah, it was it was awesome to watch him have a blast. Oh, the podcast dog is here. Yeah, hi Houston. Our podcast friends has decided to join us. <laughs> but anyways, so feels good. Um, I'm glad you came out for that hunt, and uh, I had a hell of a good time on that. Yeah, I can't wait to get back out. I uh, can't say that I don't. You know, whitetail hunting is my thing. It's my yeah. bread and butter. Um, but it's so nice to get out and different. And, uh, like your energy level hunting waterfowl is, is totally different. Yeah. I got pretty excited. Yeah. Oh yeah. But you, yeah. I think you can do that on waterfowl. You know, if yeah. you're that fired up in your tree stand, yeah, that's not good. Like, no. you know, you're moving around, you're yeah. twitching and you're making noise where you're in a blind you're you know, you're shooting the shit, you're, you're talking, uh, all of a sudden one person hears that honk in the distance and he, everyone just shuts up. Yeah. Everyone's looking around and then all he hears, oh, we got geese. And everyone's diving into their blind, closing the blind doors. Like, yeah. It's just the magical words of we got geese Yeah. or someone being like, shh, and everyone shuts up because one person who heard a goose. It's just, yeah. I, I love that aspect of it. It is. It's great, man. You guys have a really well put together crowd of waterfowlers. Yeah. It's nice to have your, you know, the boys that you trust and you've known for so long. 
Um, three of us who kind of started doing the waterfowl years ago, we all went to high school. And, you know, it's that great little... We I think when we started, we maybe shot waterfowl once or twice a year. Like, okay, you know, we we have permission here. There's a few geese in the field. Let's see if we can get them the next day. Um, but it kind of just progressed into, hey, let's buy some full bodies. Hey, let's buy a trailer. Hey, we should buy layout blinds. Hey, we should buy more full bodies. Hey, let's get into calling. Let's get into flagging. Let's get into, you know, more advanced stuff. And it's just awesome. And I think that's, mm-hmm. in a way, is a lot like whitetail hunting where, mm-hmm. you know, maybe you go out and you're ground blind hunter. Well, now you want to step it up to a tree stand. Now you want to step it up to, um, you know, like if you're a rifle hunter, you're stepping up to maybe you want to try a bow this year. Maybe if you're a compound, maybe you want to try stick and string. Um, yeah. I think it's cool just to be able to progress and stuff as you go. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I would say the sky's the limit. It's totally yeah. cliche, but it's so true yeah. in, in every aspect, really. But especially waterfowl. And this year, for sure, has opened my eyes to it a lot because I go out there with my, like, $15 call, and it just it sounds terrible. <laughs> I, I try and use it all the time to, to piss the guys off and to sound nothing like a goose, but... Like it just, it's unbelievable what, you you know, you sound like to what I sound like. Well, I think that's a lot of like, um, but so much practice. Like if you were to give me even yours, I'm not going to sound near the same, but there's There's so much technique. Yeah. And there's things that in deer hunting, I'm sure that you do that. I'm like, you know what? I can't do that. No, no. You know what? Turkey calling. That's it. Yeah. I hate turkey calling. (laughs) I think like, I think it's fun. I just don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. Like, I'm like, okay, that's a clock. Like, um. I should bring in a Tom. <laughs> I don't know. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm going to cluck three or four sure. times. Yeah, yeah. I start yelping. I don't know. Like, yeah. is that going to bring it in? Or my sequence of butt grunting has been one I've been complimented for. Yeah. Is being pretty good. Seems what, to about, what about, what about like snort wheezing and holding the snort wheeze for like 30 minutes? <laughs> it's not really. Yeah. You don't want to really hold something too long. It's just a. <laughs> yeah. He's pissed off. Yeah. Yeah. You want to. Just kind of get the notice. I just there. think that's funny, right? Like you, it, you put time into things as you progress. Yeah. And I think you get a different appreciation for things. Like, for sure. I think now in waterfowl, it's it's cooler for me to that I'm not always shooting. I'm usually, I'm, you know, I'm just working the birds and calling them, and I'm able to take some shots here and there, and I like that. Mm-hmm. Like I just, I don't need to be the guy that's pulling my. You just like having. I'm the, not firing my gun every single time, right? Like it's, you just like having the fanciest necklace. I do. I like having that those calls dangling. On You've my got neck. the most on your necklace. Yeah, I got two duck calls and two goose calls on my neck at all times, and it's just I don't know. I love no, it. I'm talking like your bling. No, Mackenzie has way more than me. Really? Last year, remember when you and I went to the Ronnie Big Buck show? Yeah. It was the last day oh, of goose yeah. opening. That, that son a of a hunt. bitch shot three bands <laughs> by himself. He got. He went out to this hot field. We all had permission to for. He asked everyone if they can come. Like that's what we do, and he said, "Hey." Um, I'm going hunting. Do you want to come? And I was like, man, I'm in Rodney at this buck show. I don't think I can make it back. And he's like, okay. Well, if you and Cam want to come out, we can. I'm like, I just don't think we're going to be there in time. Well, doesn't he go out? And I mean, it's late season. He shoots his 10 birds. Three of them are banded. <laughs> the three we way behind about bands now. <clears throat> Plus when we were moose hunting the fir- or last year, he, uh, went to, a this field we call the woody hole. It's just yeah. a flooded little marsh swamp area. Super small, but you only get wood ducks in it. Well, doesn't he shoot three bands there? <laughs> like, I'm so behind him now. Yeah. It's not even fair. The luckiest one, though, and I don't, I've never had this happen. I don't know anyone else. Corey's driving down the road. 
sees a dead goose on the shoulder of the road. Well, he pulls over because he sees something shiny. It's double banded. That's it. That's amazing. Like ridiculous. Yeah, as good as getting a rock on the wall. Ridiculous. Like it's like <laughs> it's like driving by and seeing a three hundred or a two hundred inch buck. Yeah. Like okay, I'm gonna take that. <laughs> just makes me that so bad sometimes. <laughs> yeah, but it's it's funny, but it makes me so mad, man. Um. So one thing that I had seen today, and I wanted to mention to you was the geese I'm seeing right now. Not. A lot of corn is really down. Right. But for the bit that is today, on three fields specifically. Bean fields. On, yeah, I've seen the geese in the bean fields as opposed to the corn. What are your thoughts behind that? Honestly, I'm thinking it's the weather. Like, I just don't think it's cold enough for them to want to get that high fat content. Right. I don't know for sure. But same thing, in London. you're in Strathroy, but we're in London. Yeah. And I see the same thing all week. Like, they're hitting the bean fields hard, and it's yeah. really taking me for a loop. Now, I am seeing them in cornfields. I'm not saying they're not. Exactly, yeah. But I, I don't know if maybe those specific bean fields have a lot of spills where, you know, the farmer um, spilt a lot of beans. Mm-hmm. And maybe the cornfields that are down are pretty clean picked. That yeah. could be it, right? Like. It's either that or it has to do with the weather, but I'm uh, I'm about as surprised as you are seeing that. Okay. Because I find that normally November comes around and they want to be in the corn. Yeah, they want to be gaining that that weight. And oh yeah, get them winter fat on. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So I mean that that's uh that's a bit interesting to me too, and I have been noticing that. Um, so yeah, I think it's weather or if it's what's in, actually in the field, like quantity wise. Yeah. So, yeah. Interesting. Uh, so you're gonna get back out uh, scouting here shortly, and yeah, I'm hoping to. Uh, get out saturday do a morning hunt um tomorrow's halloween so every, this well, time of year we're recording the day before halloween i should say so happy halloween everyone true i hope i get some candy yeah. my candy buddy's dad when he used to bow hunt said halloween weekend is the best damn weekend to bow hunt yeah did you November see for three years in a row when we were in the shop cleaning geese did you happen to take a look at the rack far left no when you walk in yeah. the shop on the right no straight ahead on the back no, wall i didn't Dude, it's an eight-pointer, but I shit you not, the mass on the base is like two and a half inches diameter. Who got that? Corey's dad in St. Wow. Thomas. Yeah, man. It's uh, it's a great time to hunt. Yeah. Halloween do you, weekend. Uh, do you notice anything uh, this time of year specifically for what's better, morning hunts or evening hunts for waterfowl? Um, I think it's dependent on the area. We have some fields. Like, we have a field out on, uh, I don't want to say the road, but... It's just south of London, I'll say that. Basically, we have a really good relationship with that farmer. He lets us hunt whenever we want. We help him out when we can. And we scouted it the night before, and lots of birds. We went on in the morning. I mean, you know, we only saw maybe like 20 geese total. We shot, I don't know, eight or nine and a few ducks, and it was, we were kind of surprised by it. Right. Well, the evening, shooting limits. I mean, the evening was just way better, and I, I think it's just the way that field is. Um, I usually find though that mornings are a little better, but I mean, it's just it's just your area. You gotta scout it. So I mean, if we were watching that field for days, we would have, and we if we could watch it before work, we would know, hey, this field is hot in the morning, or hey, it's hot in the evening. Um, but most fields, you know, if they're there the night before, they're probably gonna be there in the morning. So just do your scouting, and usually you can figure it out. Well, I hope it fans out for you this weekend. I'm too. Yeah, I think it's gonna be great. Yeah. I, I'm telling everyone to get out right now. Yeah, it's that time of year. The way I look at it is, you might as well hunt as much as you can in the fall because it only comes around once a year. 
You got nine months of the year to do whatever you want. You only got three months to make it happen for hunting. Yeah. So, I mean, the girlfriend's not exactly too appreciative of that, but <laughs> I got to do me. understand when that's what they get to eat every night. Yeah, exactly. Still, as someone who do- doesn't have wild game in the family, she thinks it's delicious. Well, that's how you get it. Yeah. My wife was pissed that I came home from moose camp with nothing, so I'll have to change that. We were all pissed. We all came home without <laughs> nothing. Well, um, I that, think that's... I was just going to say, on that note, I think we're pretty happy. About it for me. I wish everyone a good luck um, next week in the control, or this week, I guess it'll be starting when you're listening to this, and uh, we will see you guys again for the bow hunt after. Uh, what I'd like to do is have some people message in on your controlled hunt. Let us know how the beginning of the early hunt went in for you guys for both your waterfowl and um, for whitetail obviously because we're getting to the controlled so we're gonna bows are gonna take a little bit of a break for most of the wmus and um one other thing there's a contest on facebook via antler river archery in delaware and if you go in you can enter this photo contest it's the big buck contest so post photos there with your buck of this year and i believe there's something to be won at the end so keep an eye on that and don't forget to submit your photos As always, appreciate you guys listening, and uh, good luck to you and everyone else. Yeah, see you guys later, and uh, hope you appreciate the new episodes.